Welcome to the Nature Reliance Podcast, where we explore the history and practical experience of the great outdoors and discover new ways to connect with nature. I'm Craig Cottle, your guide through the fascinating world of natural living and survival skills through experiential education and interviews. Today's episode is brought to you by the Nature Reliance School Online Membership, an immersive online learning experience designed for outdoor enthusiasts just like you. Are you passionate about the outdoors? Do you crave more knowledge about disaster readiness, wilderness survival, bushcraft, tracking, and nature awareness? If so, the Nature Reliance School online membership is your gateway to a community of like-minded individuals, all dedicated to learning and sharing essential outdoor skills. With the Nature Reliance School online membership, you get exclusive access to a wealth of resources, including expert-led tutorials, interactive webinars, and a library of engaging courses, downloadable books, and documents. Whether you're a beginner or an experienced outdoorsman, there's always something new to learn. So don't wait. Click on the link below to join the Nature Reliance School online membership today. Embrace the wilderness, enhance your skills, and become part of a community that values nature as much as you do. Now, let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to another podcast episode from Nature Reliance Media. Be sure and check us out at naturereliance.org. There you can get a list of our upcoming courses, blogs, gear, and other podcasts. Be sure and check out our growing online Zoom classes as well. Again, all things Nature Reliance School, go to naturereliance.org. These podcasts are brought to you in part by our affiliation agreements with some great companies. Companies such as Gaia GPS, Exotac, Tough Possum Gear, Titan Survival, PowerTac Lights, and Garage Fit, and many more are on the way. Get the discount codes by following the link in the show notes or from our blog page on our website titled NRS Discount Codes. Hey everybody and welcome back to another Nature Reliance Media Podcast. I'm going to be your host today, Craig Cottle. Thank you so much for joining me here. As I sit here recording this podcast, I've been home for a couple hours after a fantastic bushcraft level one class that I taught for Nature Reliance School. Golly, the weather was absolutely, could not have been any better. It was cool, sunny, and it got cold at night, so you had to snuggle into a sleeping bag or a blanket or some variation of it in your hammock. And it was just, quite frankly, one of the the greatest groups I've trained in a long time. Everybody seemed to get along really well. There was none of those that guys that are in class. And I know I keep saying that about classes we've had recently. It's just been so nice to not have somebody that wants to be a disruption. Everybody just seems to want to come in and help one another. And I love that. Usually 99% of our students are like that. But the last few classes, 100% of our students have been like that. And it's just been so it's just been so humbling, quite frankly, but the reason I brought that up is because this bushcraft class brought together two things that are really at the root of what it is that we do at Nature Reliance School, and I thought I would share some of these thoughts on a podcast. And what I mean by that is that bushcraft is the one class that we teach where we kill a bunch of trees. We cut a bunch of trees down in class. There's a lot of stuff that we do where we cut green trees down for making mallets, for making wooden pegs, wooden wedges, and any number of different things. We we do a tri-stick, so we cut some trees down for that, or here, there, and there, digging sticks and all sorts of stuff. 
And the reason I bring this up is because one of the things that, quite frankly, I think I bring to the table that doesn't happen in most bushcraft classes is that one of the first things we do out of the box is we have a tree identification course and a very mini version of a forest ecology course. So what I do is I walk our students around and I show them, hey, this is a distribution of species of this mixed hardwood forest. These are the kind of species that have incredible value for wildlife. These are the kind of trees that could cause damage for a particular forest ecology or forest habitat. And so let's harvest these different species because we know if we remove some of them, it actually helps. And that's actually very hard for people that are very environmentally conscious but don't study good stewardship practices and all they focus their energy on is preservation practices. And I've, I think I've podcasted about that topic before, preservation versus conservation. What I wanted to sort of get into a little bit today, but not really as much as I wanted to focus in on what it is that we do at Nature Reliance School. If you've been around in the last few months, then you notice that we've done some things with our logo. I want to talk about that specifically today. Before I get into that, don't forget to look down below in the description. In the description below, you'll find our sponsors for this particular podcast. And we really appreciate Tracy doing what he can to get everything linked in there so we know who's sponsoring each podcast. As I record them, sometimes I know who's going to be sponsoring us and sometimes I don't, like I do right now. I don't really know who's on tap right now. But we've also always got a link on one of our blogs to our affiliates. So if you want to support what it is that we're doing here, we've got two main ways to do that. One, you can become a monthly sponsor. We've got several now, and we can't thank you guys enough that are monthly sponsors. We really appreciate it. Most of those for $5. We've got, I think, one, maybe two for $10 monthly sponsors. Those are That makes it so easy for us, you all, and we really appreciate all you sponsors out there. Secondly, take a look at all of our affiliates, and if you're looking to buy something, and you know that we are an affiliate with somebody that sells it, then buy it using the discount code that we have for you. And you get a discount, and we get a little money on the side, and it's a win, win, win all the way around. So we appreciate you that for that. So check those out in the description below. Now, getting into the podcast, the logo that we've had since around 2009, we started unofficially really more than anything in 2006 teaching classes for Nature Reliance School and I was still a full-time martial arts instructor and I had several students that had interest in doing stuff in the outdoors and so I was taking them out at that time and training them here and there more likely I mean they were paying me don't get me wrong but more as a friendship thing because people knew that I really had a lot of skill interest in the outdoors and I love sharing it never intending at that time to ever make a career, if you will, of teaching content in the outdoors. But one of the things that we did in 2009 when we discovered, after a lot of hard work, that Nature Reliance School was going to be a lot bigger than we originally thought it was going to be, and was going to be an organization of a community of people, we had Search Promotions in Richmond, Kentucky design us a really professional logo, and we paid a uh, an adequate fee for it. It was expensive to us, but we thought, even though it was expensive to us, we wanted to put the professional stamp on what it is that we do, and they did a fantastic job. One of the things they included in that, at my request, was they have a long hunter's knife and also a leaf. And there's been some confusion about that leaf. That leaf is a, 
American chestnut leaf. What those two things were intended to convey to those that were interested in Nature Reliance School was this, is that we wanted to bring back into the modern day, our time now, things that had gone away. One of those is the mindset of the long hunters of Kentucky, people like Simon Kenton, Lewis Wetzel, Daniel Boone, obviously a huge name in the long hunter class of people. These men that left out of the east, what was what we now call the eastern states of the United States, made their way into this area that we now call Kentucky. And some of them hunted on long trips. Some of them, that's all, the long hunters. What we also wanted to do by representing in our logo the American chestnut. American chestnuts experienced a blight in the early 1900s. And shortly thereafter, basically nearly all the American chestnuts on the eastern seaboard were gone from our forest. And it was the primary tree wood source in our forest at that time. And so what we wanted to do was be ever mindful of what it is that we do in the outdoors, be very able and capable woodsmen and woodswomen, meaning we knew how to go out and take care of ourselves, return and for another day. And at the same time, we wanted to be environmentally conscious and do what we can as people that are engaged in the outdoors to have what I refer to as a positive effect rather than a negative effect in our outdoor experiences. Now, what we also intended that long knife to be was a representation of what we saw as capable people that went into the outdoors and, again, did really well but had a very little, if not a positive effect on the environment. Meaning, scout trackers, you know, these guys like Boone and Kenton, for example, in particular, they would move about an environment and do everything in their power not to leave any sign whatsoever. And that's a part of what we do when we teach scout tracking coursework and stuff of that nature, whether we're teaching for civilians or military, law enforcement, whoever it is that we're teaching. We want to make sure that we push into environment and have noise discipline, uh, trash discipline, obviously sign discipline where we're not leaving much or very little sign at all, if none, none, if at all possible, right? One of the things that this logo did for us really was present in this bushcraft class that I was mentioned earlier is that we had to cut all these trees, but I went around and showed the people, look, in this particular spot right here, there's probably 200 little tiny beech trees. If we cut a few of them out in this particular area, the other beech trees are going to have more nourishment, more sunlight, all the things that go along with it, and we're really not going to hurt the forest as a whole at all. What we also did is I showed them how to take basically a thumb or slightly smaller than your wrist sized beech tree and take that whole tree when you cut it down and turn it into a tri-stick for training, a digging stick. You can utilize it to form some woody structures for lashing and basically use the absolute entire tree. You can take a smaller branches and make a, a small grill for over the cook, uh, over the fire cooking so that you have a green grill and it doesn't burn up as you're cooking your fine steak over the grill and what have you. And so basically learning how to look at an environment, cut something, kill it. Yeah. But use all the resources you possibly can from it. And that's, in a nutshell, there's a lot to it, but that in a nutshell is what we intended that logo to be. And one of the things that comes about with that is coming to an understanding that many of the skills that we engage in, in bushcraft, survival, 
Virtually all of them have been done before. Now, I might have Craig Cottle's little slant on them or a very particular way at looking at how to use a knife, for example, or or how to build X snare traps or whatever it might be, you know, whatever it is that we're doing. And I might put my spin on it, sure. But for the most part, these skills that we're engaged in, these woodsmanship skills, they've been done for a long time here in this country, both by the native cultures that were here before European immigration to this part of the world. And then as the European immigration spread throughout the country, these men, again, Boone and Wetzel and Kenton and all these men that went out through Kentucky and started applying, you know, a European slant to some of these skills. What we wanted to do was make sure that people understand that even though they've been done before, we've got to do what we can, particularly, maybe even more so, to take care of the environment. And the reason I say that is because uh, I used to be heavily involved in some environmental education, and I kind of backed away from that because most of that ends up being very political, and I just got tired of the politics of it. But quite frankly, one of the things that we are good at at Nature Reliance School is trying to show people that you can go out and engage in the environment, whether you're backpacking, hiking, hunting, fishing, practicing bushcraft and actually go back to your house and leave the place that you just went to better off. Sometimes that means you might kill a tree. Sometimes that might mean you pull a plant. We want to do everything that we can to avoid that if we don't need to. But with that said, there comes a time where stuff gets killed. This is another reason why I'm engaged in planting several hundred trees every year. I I do this every year in late winter, early spring, where I get trees from the Kentucky Division of Forestry and I go out and plant them on different properties that I have the the good fortune of being, being able to recreate on and play on and work on. I feel like it's my responsibility if I'm going to cut, like in this particular class this weekend, let's say I think we had 13 people in class, so we probably cut down one or two trees a piece. So we probably cut down 25 to 30 trees this weekend, okay, in this class. And when I say cut down trees, little trees. I'll plant 10 times that every year. This class, when I'm saying this class, bushcraft is the only class where we cut down a lot of live stuff. Everything else, our focus is how to go about utilizing material that's already dead. Because quite frankly, you can do that. When you're setting up traps, when you're setting up uh, shelters and stuff of that nature, I can teach a whole survival class. I can teach a whole edible medicinal class I can teach a whole trapping class, for that matter, and not have to kill anything. And here's the difference, is that training is one thing, living off the land is another. Now, there's a time where we do all of that. Bushcraft is good for that. Level 2 class is good for that, where we actually go off and we we harvest or kill animals. We harvest or kill tree species, plant species, and the like as a means of self-reliance. At the same time, All of those things, I'm personally, by myself, am engaged in planting more species than we'll kill in a year, again, several times over. And I'm encouraging our students at Nature Reliance School to be part of environmentally sound uh, methods in their communities. Like this past week, we had people from four different states. A month ago, we had people from seven different states. All those people are leaving Nature Reliance School, going to their home states, and obviously several people in Kentucky, and they're going into their communities because I give them 
the methods and the ways and, 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 well, I shouldn't say I give them, I point them in the direction of being able to engage, have a positive effect on the environment, and then still do your bushcrafting, still do your survival training and all the things that go along with it. Outside of the logo itself, let's go back to the name of our organization, Nature Reliance School. And here on the podcast, Nature Reliance Media, which is a part of what it is that we're doing and and reaching people in our Zoom classes, reaching people in our online coursework, reaching people here on the podcast, is utilizing the media that we have at our fingertips to reach other people and encourage them all over the world at this point through our YouTube channel and all the things that go along with it on better and more improved methods of engaging in the environment and leaving it better than when you found it. It goes back to the name, Nature Reliance. When we started Nature Reliance School, we looked at all the different schools that were near us, those that were far, and there were a lot of people that had names of schools. And again, this is around 2007, 8 or 9, somewhere around that time frame, where we're starting Nature Reliance School. And we see a lot of people talking about self-reliance. And quite frankly, I really like that term, self-reliance. I like it more than survival. Matter of fact, I would love to call our survival classes our self-reliance classes, but you know, we had to play the Google game too, and more people are looking for survival training than they are self-reliance training. So I mean that's that's why we name them what we do. We use the name nature reliance because all of us are reliant upon nature. Even those of us who don't go into a wilderness engage in it. For example, if you got up this morning, turn the water faucet on in your house to brush your teeth, You're reliant upon water that came from nature to get to your house, and you're also reliant on a lot of people to get it there clean. If you flipped the switch and the electric came on at your house and you didn't have to start up a generator or you didn't have to do something like that, then you're reliant upon some sort of nature, whether it's coal-fired electricity or it's solar-powered or if it's wind-powered generated electricity, you're reliant upon nature to offer you that electricity. And on and on and on it goes. Even in the modern world in a big city like Chicago or L.A. or New York, those folks are reliant upon items that are found in nature, unless it's nuclear power, right, to provide power and water at the very least comes from nature to sustain us. And so we are all, all of us, whether we live in rural America or we live in urban America, literally reliant upon nature. And we also have blogs, I'll do my best to link that in the description below as well, that indicate how important it is to be engaged in nature, be a part of it, get in it, enjoy it, get what you can from it, from a mental, from a spiritual, from a physical benefit, and then go back and do what it is you do on a normal day. Whether you're playing football at a 4A school, whether you're a professional athlete, whether you are a person that is a cybersecurity expert, you're a real estate appraiser, you're a nature reliance school instructor, whatever it is that you are, you go back, you get enhanced in your personal self by engaging in nature and then take the benefits from that and apply that in the world wherever you find yourself. You might be somebody that lives in an urban jungle, but go find nature somewhere. See how reliant you are upon it. Be a positive influence in the environment in which you engage in. And then that makes the environment in which we all live a better place and at the same time, you will become a better person. So I'm, I'm incredibly thankful for our current and former students, everybody that's put their trust into myself, Tracy, and the classes we've taught and the classes that Jennifer's taught all over the state for youth. And we just, we can't, 
we can't say thank you enough for your support of the ideals of this logo. Thank you so much. I'm just, quite frankly, just humbled and joyed. <laughs> uh, I don't know how else to say it, that you've been with us through this whole process. Those have been with us for a long time, or you just found us right now for the first time. Keep coming back, listen to Nature Reliance Media. Figure out how you can apply the principles of the our logo, the long hunter's knife and the American chestnut leaf to what it is that you do in everyday life. And as always, I really hope to see you on or off the trail so that we can come on, join in. Let's learn together. To keep these podcasts going, we need your help. There are three free and simple ways of doing that. Number one, hit that follow, subscribe, or like button on whatever platform you're listening on. Number two, share. If you know someone, family or friend, that might be interested in these podcasts, please share. If you can share our announcements on your Facebook, that would be great as well. And number three, if you feel comfortable doing so, please give us a five-star rating. Thanks for dropping in. Get out and enjoy the great outdoors. And that wraps up another fantastic episode of the Nature Blinds podcast. I hope today's journey has inspired you to explore and connect with the natural world in new and exciting ways. Before I say goodbye, remember to check out the Nature Blinds School online membership. If today's episode sparked your interest in wilderness skills and outdoor adventures, this online community is the perfect place for you to start or continue your journey. You can currently sign up for a year for only $99 and get two months for free. Click the link below to discover a world of expert-led courses, engaging content, and a vibrant community eager to share their knowledge and experiences. Whether you're starting your outdoor journey or looking to deepen your existing skills, the Nature Reliance School online membership is here to guide you. Thank you for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe for more adventures and share this podcast with your fellow nature enthusiasts. Until next time, come on, join in. Let's learn together.